This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let me tell you about Zebra. Um, the, all the things that you have purchased, the online pizza deliveries, the you know mini succulent trios, the online trainer you ghosted after two weeks, there's one of your biggest purchases of the year that you may have missed, and that is insurance. Americans overspend on car and home insurance by billions every year. There is a smart way to purchase your insurance, and it's thezebra.com. Thezebra.com slash Beck. Go there, get a free quote today. They have no stake in the policy that you, sh- you choose. They are just there to help you find the coverage that is right for you. It's thezebra.com slash Beck. Well, we have we have learned a lot on today's program. If you're just joining us, I'm sorry you missed uh, the very educational speech of Joe Biden, where he said that black entrepreneurs are just as capable as white entrepreneurs, but they don't have accountants and attorneys. <laughs> really? Huh. I'd like to hear from some black entrepreneurs, you know, if you know how to use a phone if you don't wait for help the government will be there soon because you're real you're you're totally capable but not capable according to joe biden i'd love to hear from uh black conservatives this hour 888-727-BECK have you heard anything more offensive and more racist than this we go there in just a second also it's going to be really hard because somebody in Hollywood is uh, and and she's somebody that you know has just been whipping people up. She's very very liberal. However, they're trying to cancel her now. Do we sit and go ha ha or do we stand up and say this is wrong? Boy, I don't know. I don't know. Ha ha is really the way I want to go. We'll talk about that coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, So let me tell you about American financing. If you're looking to buy a home or refinance or cut your monthly mortgage payments, there has never been a better time. Historically, low mortgage rates have, you know, gotten that we've gotten used to in the past year are, are they can't last. I mean, this is really the choice. These interest rates last and we destroy the nation, which is a possibility, or the Fed raises the interest rates and we destroy the economy. 
Wow, which one do you choose? I remember Reagan one time saying, there's going to come a time, well, uh, well, uh, when you're not going to like the uh, answer either way, this is it, gang. Now, you can save money by not paying these big banks even more money by lowering your interest rate and lowering your interest rate on your credit card. I'm telling you, credit cards are going to go through the roof. Now, Call American Financing and find out if they can help you lower your interest rate for your credit cards, for your mortgage, all without resetting your mortgage. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So, Stu, let me bring you in to tell the story of poor little Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, and I know you're as torn, you have to be, as torn on this story as I am. Yeah, partially. So the story is, is she's, her name is Ellie Kemper. She's an actress. She was on The Office. You remember her as Aaron on The Office. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's to me like it's the type of person that you just look at and are happy because you look at like just, just seeing her face makes me happy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I'm a big right. office fan. Right. But apparently the Internet mm-hmm. has no such uh, no such attachments. Uh, and no, there's she, nobody happy on the Internet. No, no. <laughs> everybody's nobody. miserable. And nobody. like we're like, gosh, I can't understand why we can't solve these problems. Every time you go on social media, everyone's awful. I wonder what the cause could be. Uh, it's a whole nother rant. But so Ellie Kemper, uh, an actress, uh, she um, is in uh, trouble now, Twitter trouble. Uh, she's about to be canceled in the, mm. in the midst of being canceled by not just Twitter, of course, but multiple large media organizations who have now decided to jump Whoa. on this bandwagon. Um, the, wait, 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 wait. Mm. What, she's, wait, she's in Twitter jail. Has she done anything on Twitter? No, nothing Has on Twitter. Has she said anything on Twitter? People are tweeting about no, her. nothing on Twitter. They have tweeted that she is okay. the a KKK princess. Uh, and She's the KKK princess. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And you get the, the types uh-huh. of headlines from, and, and you know, this is a very reliable source, the Daily Beast. Uh, yes, the office's Ellie Kemper was beauty queen of a racist ball. That's how it's being uh, summarized. So oh my the backstory is she uh, was crowned the queen of love and beauty at uh, what... Mm sort of sort of was referred to as the veiled profit fair and the veiled profit fair is something in st louis where and it was created back in the 1870s i believe now little known fact about american mm-hmm. history everything created in the 1870s was racist all things in the 1870s <laughs> were racist <laughs> at least certainly well, especially in the south right it's certainly in the south, uh, most likely yeah. uh, certainly as it applies to today's society even the people we look at, yes. you know, as civil rights heroes of the 1870s said things you would not feel comfortable saying today. Yeah. So, yes, right. Now, was it does appear, uh, by all accounts, that the early days of this particular fair were, it was created by very rich, white, powerful people, and many of them were racists. Um, the, there's some mm. of the imagery of that time, uh, again, in the 1870s, uh, that was uh, i would say looks it's themed to seemingly themed towards the kkk okay 
So <laughs> okay, all right, right. All like, right. Okay. I don't think anyone is going back and saying like, you know, what was a great uh, a great founding was uh, the the founding of this particular event. I mean, it was looked. It's been looked at for a very long time as having a problematic history. Now, over mm-hmm. time, as we moved into you know the twentieth century. It became to be a problem. Mm-hmm. People started complaining about uh, those sorts of themes. And um, over, you know, eventually um, black people became members of the organization, uh, you know, later Whoa. on, you know, in the 70s. Uh, you know, this is 20 years before Ellie Kemper was uh, named the uh, the queen of love and beauty at this particular queen. bar. Right. Yeah. In fact, the right. name was changed like all of this is ancient history. They changed the name to Fair St. Louis, uh, and uh, mm. Ellie Kemper in 1999 became became the 105th girl, a 19- as she was 19 years old, to be given the title of you know to win this little fair. Wow. Now, wow! What started this controversy? I, didn't, I watched her all these years, and I didn't know she was a hidden clan <laughs> right. member. Yeah, you'll yeah. I had no idea. You'll notice she was not alive in 1877. Uh, not alive in 1979. Or so she says. Yeah. So she says. Have you seen her birth certificate? No, I haven't. Uh, in fact, I, I she may have yeah. been born. Who knows? Maybe in Kenya. We don't know. Uh, yeah. We're going to find that exactly. out later. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so what started this recent controversy, Glenn, is you mm. know some idiot on Twitter, of course, tweeting that she was the KKK princess and referring to a 2014 Atlantic article. An article in the Atlantic Mm -hmm. had Mm -hmm. excerpts from a book about this particular fair saying it was problematic, Uh, you know, went through sort of a history of it, did not reference Ellie Mm -hmm. Kemper. The story was not about Ellie Kemper, but basically said, like, this Mm -hmm. fair is not Mm -hmm. a good idea because it has a racist history. Then someone Mm -hmm. digs up, hey, Ellie Kemper was the winner of of this award at this fair. And now Ellie Kemper Mm -hmm. equals racism, I guess, is how we how this thing works now. It, it, all of the problems with this analogy <laughs> she she what she was 19 at the time she uh it was the affair was not even the same fair it was named something else uh she was not around in the 1870s she it was not a kkk fair at the time there were black members who f- f- for some reason wanted to join this uh racist organization many years later nothing points to the idea at all that she had any racist uh, feelings intent and nothing like that at all is even is even being exactly assumed what white America the racist white America says every time you point out their hidden systemic racism Stu right now even Mm -hmm. the people cited in the article have come out and said Mm -hmm. No, Ellie Kemper is not a racist. There's no reason to believe she's a racist. The people who said the fair was racist are saying, like, you don't understand this developed into a St. Louis tradition and it really had nothing to do. Its roots were bad, but it was not like that at this point. Also, most of the girls who participate in this particular event are not excited about it. They're doing it for their dads. Their dads have been, you know, maybe part of this organization for a while. They're going along with racist. These are the people who who were saying the organization is was racist at one time are saying this about her. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think on its surface plays as a very typical, ridiculous cancel culture example, right? There's no reason to believe Ellie Kemper is a racist. She has never shown any signs of racism 
It is a completely nonsensical story based on some <sighs> idiot tweeting something they knew nothing about. Man. And then the experts have Man, come out just and said, because just, no, she's yeah, not racist. Yeah. This is not what to assume from this piece. Okay. And, and just because this happened, what, 20 some years ago, mm-hmm. uh, you think that just washes away uh, all of the racism that she clearly either knew or didn't know uh, and either was or wasn't at the time. You just think it just washes all of that guilt away. <laughs> First of all, there's no guilt. She, she should not feel guilty about this. Uh, but the secondary, secondary part, and of course, you know, I should this say she should, should not feel guilt about this. I will not be surprised at all if she is apologizing, though, by the end of the day. We should be clear about that. Of course she will be. This is, of course, the way she's going to handle it. Now, part of the reason I know she's going to handle it that way, or I believe she will, is because she's a big liberal. I mean, she's no conservative. She's a she's a big liberal. She's, you know, been all over talking about, you know, she's not like, I wouldn't say an incredibly politically active person, but has been every every example you could find of her being political has been to the left. Her parents were wealthy people from St. Louis and have some, you know, loose ties supposedly to some Republican policies, but she's not at all that oh. way and has donated to like Black Lives Matter. So that introduces you to the second layer of the story and i think part of it Mm. which is interesting to our audience and how we react to it because i think we would all agree on the surface ellie kemper is completely innocent here and this is a blatantly terrible example of cancel culture on the other Mm. hand there is certainly a part of me that sees someone who donates to black lives matter an organization that is actively creating this world that does these things to people all the time cancels them for nothing all the time right when you are right, on that side of the argument and you create and manifest this society in this way and cheer it on over and over and over mm-hmm. again are we really supposed to feel bad for you and i you right know, are we supposed to are, are we supposed to get up and 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 help you and then but there's a bigger part of me Stu, that just says isn't it time to have some ice cream right it's like you know pat says this every once in a while pat gray from pat gray unleashed he says i just love it when liberals eat their own and like yes you know i i go back and forth on this because i can feel you know there's that sort of i don't know instinct animal instinct inside of you to say screw her you know she she helped build this and screw her she's gonna have to she made this bed she's gonna have to lie in it on the other hand i think the right thing to do the right thing to do is to say that she's not a racist because you know what she's not and there's no reason to believe that she is this thing well, is bigger, you know, though, than this left-right thing that we talk about all the time, Glenn, and that, like, you know, look, they, they go after the, the left on this stuff, too, constantly. Right. What, what, what comes to mind is the old saying, um, liberals can't live with them. Seriously, isn't it about time to get some ice cream? Seriously. I mean... <laughs> is that the I official am, uh, Glenn Beck position? Uh, no, you, my official position is we should support her because this is crazy. Because we make 
We make no ground. We make no friends. And I'm not saying we're going to make friends, but we make no friends uh, by just throwing her under the bus. Um, we are not taking the higher ground. So they just continue to think that we're monsters. Um, and that's fine. You don't do it for that reason. You do it because if I don't stand for the person who I who I really abhor their positions, if I don't stand for them, nobody's going to stand for me. Nobody will stand for me. Yeah. I, uh, I think and morally, and I don't want to be a part of that culture. Morally, I think it's unquestionable what the right thing to do is, right? But if you take the morals out of it for a second, because, you know, this is America in 2021. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's, that is a problem. Yeah. Listen to what you just said. No, I know. Morally, it's clear, clear. But let's take the morals out for a second. I will say a lot of times, <laughs> I only say that because I don't think that always wins the argument anymore. There was a time, I think, where you could just say, like, this is blatantly the right thing to do. And whatever the consequences are, screw it. You do it anyway. I don't think that's where America is these days. So let me make a pragmatic argument for it as well. When we come out and we... It, the left comes up with a ridiculous standard uh, like let's just cancel everyone for saying something that isn't racist because we can come up with some bizarre justification that it is. And we think that's a bad standard and we complain about the standard and it keeps getting applied to us. Then it gets applied to the other side and we say, OK, well, you guys made the rules. Therefore, we're going to apply them right. to you. What we're admitting there is we're allowing them to make the rules. We are codifying their terrible standard by enforcing it on both sides instead of fighting the standard. And I think the standard is what needs to go down here, not Ellie Kemper. No one care. I mean, look, I like Ellie Kemper. I'm a fan of her. But like, there's no huge political win in losing Ellie Kemper from the left. She's just an actress. I, you know, I am much more interested in convincing people who are winnable that this cancel culture standard is ridiculous. And sometimes examples from the left help win those people in the middle over easier than just defending your own side. I think taking that stand is so an important he, thing to do. So here's the problem. I have a, I have a problem with that. Give me 60 seconds and then I'll come back and, and I'll, I'll explain. First, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's, oh yes. Oh my gosh. It's Omaha Steaks. Yesterday, we were talking about the, the price of uh, meat. It is going to go through the roof. Did you hear about JBS? Uh, JBS, right after the show, we were uh, told that JBS uh, has had Russian hackers. But Joe Biden is going to go meet with Vladimir Putin in two weeks, and he's going to he'll tell him what's what. I'll tell you. And I think that'll terrify Putin. But anyway, um, so it's been hacked that it, JBS is responsible for about a quarter of all of the beef. You think it's going to go up in price? Grab as much beef as you possibly can right now. And the best way to do that is with Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, you know, they they um, they have this image of being a steak for a special occasion. They're not. They're just they're great. It's great meat. It's great hamburger. It's it's great chicken breast. It's the best of the best. And you can afford it. Go to omahasteaks.com. If you're looking for something for Father's Day, um, get the uh, Get Out and Grill assortment today. But there's all kinds of stuff that is on sale, and you'll be able to stock up. And it's not just steak. It's also all the 
all of the entrees, all of the side dishes, uh, all of the desserts as well that you can get. So instead of calling out and ordering something, just have the Omaha Steak meal ready for you, and it is great. OmahaSteaks.com. Look for the uh, search bar, use the keyword back, and order the Get Out and Grill assortment today. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword back. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Stu, I hate to sound like Mother Teresa. Um, however, the reason why people lose arguments is because they're not sincere. They're just trying to win. And so if we say, and I agree with you, it's the right thing to do morally, but it also doesn't change any hearts if we just uh, uh, dogpile. It, it's not good strategy. We don't want to give them the yes, you create the rules. Everything you said is absolutely valid. The thing that bothers me about this is that it is. We all know it's wrong. I mean, take yourself out of the political system. Say you're just an American that was lost in a cave for the last 10 years. And you come and you hear about this and you'd be like, that's crazy. That's crazy. She shouldn't be canceled. You would immediately, even if you didn't know who she was, you would immediately go to her rescue. We have, we have begun the McCarthy process where they're saying, bring out your reds, bring out your reds. And if we continue down this road, we're going to have to start giving names of people we know that might have been somebody who voted for Trump or something like that. It's not going to it's not going to end. And. In the end, nothing will make you stand if you're trying to win. That's not a big enough motivator to stand. It has to be something based on something bigger than winning it has to be based on morals and principles and quite honestly god that i know what's right i know what my mom and dad taught me and this is wrong and i won't throw somebody uh, uh, under the bus if somebody's being thrown under the bus even if i don't like them i'll stand for them so i i stand for her i i do as well and i think that's the right answer I think, you know, I think conservatism particularly is struggling with that question generally, though. I mean, it's like, what do we do? I mean, you you get beat up constantly by the left. All these unfair things get applied to you and then nothing gets applied to the other side. It doesn't feel fair. But on the other hand, like, I mean, we have to not treat people as groups of, you know, chunks of individuals. Uh, We should treat people as individuals. It's, you know, it's collectivism versus individualism, which is an important distinction for conservatives. Amen and a this woman. Is the <laughs> All right. Uh, let me talk to you a little bit about gold line. Uh, things are going to rapidly change with the dollar. It's going to. Uh, and, uh, you know, as somebody who invested in Bitcoin, the solution the administration is touting now to get rid of these cyber hacks like there was on uh, the pipeline and JBS is to regulate uh, Bitcoin because uh, it's too dangerous, too dangerous for us. Hmm. Well, what's that going to do? 
Well, I will tell you, as the dollar goes down, gold always goes up. And just to get you in uh, to the spirit, really, of Memorial Day and Memorial Week, in honor of the veterans, Goldline is sending a free one-ounce pure silver Lady Liberty silver round with every order placed this week. No additional cost. Uh, Also, they'll send you two free one-ounce pure silver Lady Liberty silver rounds with every IRA order placed or application submitted this week. So call them now. Get physical medals to protect yourself and your family. 800-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. All right, blazetv.com slash Glenn for new shows from Glenn and myself tonight. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck, uh, Glenn Beck program. Some really exciting news uh, if you've been... If you've been watching uh, what's happening in the Pentagon, of course, the Pentagon has uh, just uh, put a few billion dollars into the search for the, you know, the people that shouldn't be a part of our uh, military. And those, of course, the right wing extremists that everybody is so worried about. I hear talk of that all the time. These darn right wing extremists, uh, they're going to be the death of us. And uh, so the Pentagon is uh, weeding them out and. They are also spending an awful lot of uh, money just revamping the entire Pentagon and the military to make sure that equity exists. Uh, and hey, if you used to be a man and now you're a woman or you're a woman and you used to be and you're now a man, uh, there's no difference. Uh, there's no difference. And, and I want to make sure that all of that nonsense um, is uh, is stopped with anybody saying that there is a difference. Um, the Pentagon is there to protect lives uh, and uh, to save uh, freedom. And how I'm quoting them, how can we possibly save freedom if people aren't free in our own armed forces? True dat is what I thought immediately. Uh, Iranian warship is possibly on its way to Venezuela, um, which is fantastic. Seriously. Uh, two warships flying Iranian colors are sailing south along the east coast of Africa and look to be headed towards Venezuela. Uh, the vessels um, um, are believed to be headed toward the Islamic Republic's South American ally, but their destination and cargo and goal are unclear. Uh, if the ships are headed for South America, Tehran has chosen a puzzling moment in which to send military vessels into the backyard of the U.S. That's what I would think. Um, you know, it's a puzzling moment because we are so busy right now. I mean, how are we going to pay attention to this? It's very puzzling. Uh, we're busy rooting out the extremists uh, and not the Islamic extremists. How dare I even say that Islamic extremists? Uh, the lone wolves that uh, may have been completely isolated and were upset with something, but definitely not radicalized Islam uh, that uh, shot so many people uh, in our own uh, in our own armed forces. So we have that. We have the Iranian warship. Uh, plus, also a nice little uh, tip: the um, one of the top Chinese uh, leaders over in China declared recently that China should prepare for a nuclear showdown with the United States. After President Joe Biden has affirmed uh, he would continue investigations into the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Um, you know, it was a conspiracy theory. China says it still is a conspiracy theory. Uh, and if we continue to look into it, uh, they're preparing for nuclear war. Uh, and one, one more thing, and I think this is great. Uh, there's a change in the policy now that will allow for the display of the rainbow gay pride flags at military bases. Uh, no official decision has been made, but Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is aware of the discussions and his legal staff is involved in the matter, which I think is great. Again, our priorities, I think, are right on for the first time possibly ever since we've been a nation. Oh, by the way, one more thing. We are thinking about changing the national anthem uh, and uh, this will be the one that uh, I think the Pentagon will have to introduce, but I have a sneak peek. Uh, here it is. Go ahead and roll that. Now, it doesn't have any words to it per se, but... I think when we, we look at all the policies, I think this is what our... This is what, and what we care about, really, is how China and Russia and all those third world countries think about us. And I think this is what they're thinking when they hear some of the uh, policies. But maybe it's just me, Stu. I, I mean, I'm a cynic. I'm a cynic. Yeah, a, a bit. <laughs> I'm detecting that a tad here. But it uh, does seem just a, to be more appropriate than you'd hope. Yeah. All right. Stop the uh, stop taps. Uh, also, uh, Princeton, I don't know if we had a chance to talk about this. They've ended Latin and Greek requirements for classes. Um because they want the students to uh, learn about systematic racism. Mm. Yeah, really? So, That's uh, shocking. Yeah. It's a stunning development at Princeton. Yeah. By the yeah. way, yeah, uh, well, Princeton, I believe, is where Ellie Kemper went to college. Uh, so <laughs> you know oh, it's see, racist. See? So mm -hmm. she should have learned about systemic racism. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but she didn't because she is, you know, part of the Klan, as we found out earlier. <laughs> This is a quick summary, and that's all. Just want the headline. That's the headline. There are some other details around the story that might be interesting to some, but generally speaking, yeah, well, KKK princess. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Fair. Yeah, that's that's really all you need at this point. Seriously, it's really all you need. Um, so, did you uh, did you did you look into the Fauci emails? Um, I've you know, seen, uh, I've seen between, some highlights. Yeah, the, uh, seems like they're they're still just starting to go through them. It seems, um, but uh, I've seen some of them. Yes. Yeah, they seem a little disturbing. Uh, seeing that it's you know emails between the Wuhan uh, laboratory and the head of our CDC, and you know we're in this together. Are we? Are we really? Well, I mean, it doesn't I think necessarily. Yeah, go ahead. The Wuhan, look, you know, we don't know what happened with the lab leak and such. I mean, I, I don't think it was necessarily the wrong thing to act from our perspective as if we were in the same boat. We wanted to get as much information as possible from them at the time. I don't think in reality we were in the same boat. And if that's what they, you know, are implying, I, I will be, uh, you know, that that's no. not good. <laughs> right. I think that that's quite clear. Yeah. Uh, they did not work. The, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. How are you feeling on Fauci? 
you know, Fauci's written his, you know, he's, he's writing a new book, not profiting off, not following uh, Cuomo's footsteps at all, <laughs> uh, but writing a book on uh, honesty. Uh, and, you know, you, you and I have both been really puzzled on why everybody looks at him as a god. Yeah, I don't but I think that. you've been more defensive of him than than most. I don't think that's true. I mean, I, I, I definitely find him to be irritating. I think some of the th- some of the criticisms on him are better placed in other areas. And I think that's been uh, one of the struggle mm-hmm. struggles I've had to deal with throughout this thing. You know, one of the, I, I will say one of the criticisms that's popping out, and you kind of alluded to it there, that, you know, Fauci essentially, he's got a, he's, you know, it was a money grab uh, situation uh, with this. Mm-hmm. With this book, the one thing you have to remember, I think, with Fauci, and I, th- I don't think it's a money grab at all. Anthony Fauci could go to any major biotech company in a Amer- in the world and pull down yes. te- eight digits just to put his name on their website. Like he is not. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for Anthony Fauci to write a book for money. He wants. It's about his ego. It's about his influence. It's about its power. It's about his legacy. It's about a lot of things that you can criticize. Money, though, I mean, there's no... People are like, oh, he's the highest paid uh, federal employee. We were talking about that the other day. And look, it's, 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 it's interesting to look at that. But like, you know, he's making one-fifteenth of what he could make at a biotech company as a consultant. You know, I, you know it mm-hmm. is... He could make a lot more money not doing what he is doing now and i think a lot of people out there might encourage him to go out there and cash those checks you know <laughs> go right now yeah you to know a, the, a, the a company outside the only the problem is thing. the reason why he would be so valuable is because of all of his connections in the government all right well that's true uh, well and, and also i mean look the guy had, you know no one knew who anthony fauci was uh, before 2020 uh, at least in the normal you know, realm of society. However, he could have done all of these things and gone to a major biotech company in 2019 and pulled down any salary he wanted to. I mean, he's, he's, he was legendary in that world long before COVID came around. So, and again, you might not like that. I mean, I, I don't particularly like a lot of the things Fauci has done, particularly when he's lied outwardly and then later admitted that he was lying just to get the result he wanted that is not something i want from a government official in any way to say Mm -hmm. for example that you don't you know masks don't really work and you shouldn't buy them when later on you admit oh well actually i was only saying that because i didn't want the medical system to be overwhelmed that's just lying to the american people and that should be something that goes yes. under investigation that's not and it's not the only do. time he did it no he did it multiple times not not the only time he did it multiple yeah. times and i mean you know when you're thinking about okay what do i have to say to the american people i would go with the truth yeah. i would trust the american people with the truth but you could see in that one if we said oh you got to have masks right away but don't take them um I think it's dishonest. I think it's wrong. And I, I wouldn't make that choice myself. You could see that. The other ones, no. Mm-mm. Well, like I, here's another no, one that he said was I'm not, I'm not, basically like we need to have 60 to 70% vaccination rates to get to herd immunity. And as we got closer and closer to, and not just vaccination or natural infection, and as we got closer and closer to those numbers, he said, actually, it's more like 80%. And I knew that before, but I didn't tell everyone because I thought people would be, well, we'll never get to 80%. So why even bother trying again? Like if you believe his explanation of that, which I think there's reason not to, but if you believe that explanation, 
you can say in theory he was quote unquote lying for a good reason. However, that's not what I want out of my government officials. I don't want them lying to me for a good reason that they determine solely uh, based on their own magical intellect. I want them to tell me the truth and let me decide what happens uh, in my own life and let me decide uh, what, what part of this information is most important. They won't because they don't look at you as an individual. No. They look as serving the nation. So all of the people, including all of those stupid people. Have you heard? Blacks don't even have accountants. Uh, so they, 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 they take it on as though they are the guardians of all people. And they stop looking at the individual, which is the exact opposite of what our Constitution outlines and, quite frankly, demands. Our sponsor this half hour is Rectech. Sorry, it is not. It is um, uh, LifeLock. <laughs> Boy, if there isn't a, a good commercial for LifeLock in the daily news, I don't know what is. Uh, we've had another hacking this time. The meat processing plant, JBS, that's one of the largest meat processing plants in the world. That's going to send meat prices through the roof. Did they now they said beginning last night, we're starting to get back online. Really? Are you? Did you just negotiate? Is that what we do now? We just negotiate with terrorists and the government does nothing about it. No, 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 of course not. May I suggest that cybercrime is going to become a very big deal very soon. Cybercriminals are crafty. They use unconventional offline means to accomplish their goals. They, I mean, they'll steal your mail and then get all of the information they have to steal your whole life. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours. With LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, it looks like uh, not only was Joe Biden in Tulsa uh, saying that he needs to help black people out because they, they're, they're just as capable, but they can't get lawyers or accountants. Huh. Uh, there was another group uh, led by Malik Shabazz, keynote speaker at the convention and national president of black lawyers for black lawyers for justice. Stu, call the president. Apparently, blacks can not only get lawyers, they can be lawyers. What? Who knew? What? Uh, he said, yeah, Malik said the 100-year anniversary of Black Wall Street Holocaust is a rallying cry to all blacks that we must fight on every front. Um, we're pushing death to white supremacy, death to capitalism, death to imperialism, and death to fascism. We are pushing for an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, head for a head, and a life for a life. Um, the man said that black people were stolen from Africa to work as slaves for white people in colonial America. Once they die, meaning white people, we must understand that we can never give them the pain that they gave us. So once they get buried, once they're buried, we must bury them again. Dig them up and kill them again. Bury, dig them up and kill them again. Emboldened, he also said, because that time will come when there's a rat-a-tat-tat and black Americans will kill everything white in sight. 
and promised black Americans would give crackers hell. I think it's actually crackers. Thank you. Crackers hell from cradle to the grave. The groups that were leading the effort uh, were the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, the Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club, the New Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, the Fred Hampton Gun Club, the New Black Liberation Militia, and Special uh, Panther Operations Command, and more, according to the story. So, I think we should worry maybe about all those white supremacists, because they're just crazy, and they want guns, too. Uh, let me go to, uh, who is it that's on the line holding? Uh, Carl, Carl, hello, man. Carl. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hi, how are you, sir? Hey, uh, Good. you've been educating people for a while, man, so I'm going to try to talk fast. Um, okay. uh, the massacre, uh, they, what they didn't tell people is that uh, Black Wall Street was rebuilt. And after that, they should have said that this is the tenacity of a group of people who can overcome anything. That's how you build pride in yep. people. Uh, I don't know whether you yep. ever heard of a guy named Reverend William Rupert Pettiford. 1890, he built, nope. built one of the first black banks in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Then you have a lady named uh, Maggie Lena Walker in Virginia. She, yep. she uh, founded the first black bank in 1903. And I say that to say, Black people have been overcoming things for years, and I don't understand why you make a better argument, uh, Mark Levin, all of them, except the people in office can't make a good argument for this. Yes, it's, a- it's the Glenn Beck program. Th- thank you. God bless you. <laughs>